You're listening to the Luther Memorial Church Podcast. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Now, I can imagine many of you at home were probably saying that very timid and quiet so that you don't disturb your neighbors. But I want us to do it one more time, and I want you to shout it at the top of your lungs so that the neighbors above you or next to you hear the good news that Christ is risen. So take a deep breath. We're going to try it one more time. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Well, welcome to Easter worship, Luther Memorial Church, and all those who are worshiping with us today. We're so thankful that you're here on this very, very special day uh, in our life as the church. Now, although we're not together worshiping, we will bring you Easter Sunday today, but we will hold on to hope that when we gather again together and we fill these pews as the body of Christ, we will celebrate Easter again. So we'll have Easter today and Easter again when we come back together and we wait with hope for that day. While we're celebrating Easter from our homes, uh, one piece of advice was to put a cross in your window 
So if you have the chance to do that, maybe as a family you can put together a fun cross and put it in one of your windows so that your neighborhood can hear the good news of Christ risen. Uh, and if you'd like to take a photo and put it on our Facebook or send it to us, we'd love to fill all of our social media with pictures of the cross to remind us of this special Easter Sunday. And also for the next two weeks following this Easter worship, worship will look different. We'll still continue to bring you some online worship. The form of that might look a little different. And we appreciate your patience and your support as we try to keep engaged and worshiping together over the next few weeks as we're all still in our homes for the stay-at-home order. With that said, let us celebrate together Easter Sunday. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.
continue with our confession and forgiveness. We worship in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us come into the light, the revealing and healing light of God. God of grace and glory, you have brought us through the night of sin into the light of Jesus' resurrection. Yet our lives are still shadowed by sin. Make us alive in Christ, O God. Make us new as you make all things new. Rescue us from evil and the gloom of sin. Renew us in grace and restore us to living in your holiness. Through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. Rejoice with all creation around God's throne. The light of the risen Christ puts to flight all evil deeds, washes away sin, restores innocence to the fallen, casts out hate, brings peace, and humbles earthly pride. Jesus Christ has freed you from your sins by his death and resurrection. By the authority of Christ, I declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also, and also with you. Let us pray together. O oh God, you gave your only Son to suffer death on the cross for our redemption. And by his glorious resurrection, you delivered us from the power of death. Make us die every day to sin, that we may live with him forever in the joy of the resurrection. Through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading is from Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 1 through 6. At that time, says the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. When Israel sought for rest, the Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Again, I will build you, and you shall be built, O virgin Israel. Again, you shall take your tambourines and go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. Again, you shall plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall enjoy the fruit, for there shall be a day when the sentinels will call in the hill country of Ephraim, Come, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. Here ends the first reading. Our second reading comes from the book of Acts, the 10th chapter. Then Peter began to speak to them. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. The message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, 
how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses, and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. The Gospel for this Easter Sunday morning is taken from the 20th chapter of St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. Just after Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus received the body of Jesus, they put it in a tomb, and as it was the day of preparation, they left the body there. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple whom Jesus loved. And she said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple sent out and went toward the tomb. The two were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the face cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the foot. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary, She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not keep holding on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. 
But go to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. God of great grace and glory, be with us this day. You are with us every day and sometimes the days go so quickly. But we ask again and we trust again that you are with us this day. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. For you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This is Easter Sunday morning. It's a time we traditionally cry, Christ is risen, and we wait for the reply. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Bring back the alleluias. Bring back the joy and the Easter lilies to brighten our sanctuary. Except that there aren't very many singing alleluias in our sanctuary this day. And those few lilies stand in the place of all the beautiful lilies that generally fill and shine in this sanctuary. This is certainly one of the strangest Easter's in any of our collective experience. But this Easter Sunday actually brings us much closer to what Mary must have heard and felt in the garden that very first Easter Sunday when no one seemed to understand and how could they from the cross, Jesus cried, it is finished. But his words actually singled, signaled the beginning. As Pastor Patrick explained, Jesus' death signaled that he had completed his mission on earth. But no one could understand until after Jesus said, it is finished, and he died. Then early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Three people gathered at that empty tomb. Mary told them, so Peter and the disciple whom Jesus loved, long considered John, ran to the tomb together. John reached it first, but Peter went in first. Both saw the linen wrappings lying there and the face cloth wrapped carefully and rolled to one side. Then John believed. Peter went away perplexed and Mary stood outside weeping. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Second Samuel 7 of the Old Testament scriptures. God through the prophet Nathan told King David, when you lie down with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring after you. He shall come forth from your body. I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of this kingdom forever. I will be a father to him, and he will be a son to me. Jesus is descended from David's kindred. Psalm 1610, a thousand years before the star shone over Bethlehem, God, through his servant David, wrote of the one who would one day say, you do not give me up to Sheol, or let your faithful one see the pit. You show me the paths of life. 
And Psalm 22 paints such an accurate picture of Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection. Though even centuries earlier, it reads almost as if it were an eyewitness account. Such a thing had never happened. The mighty kings of God conquered with God's help. How could the mightiest of all die? And yet Jesus did. He took the entire sin of the world upon himself. Dying and rising again and so bringing hope to all. The very greatest. Very God. Jesus rose in the resurrection. There's no question about it. Every gospel tells the story. A modern Jewish rabbi, though he did not believe that Jesus was Messiah, did believe that Jesus rose from the dead. For he said, how could that group of Galilean fishermen go with such conviction to transform the world and to bring a gospel of resurrection and forgiveness from sin? The sign of Christ's empty tomb is one of the most powerful symbols in all of Christendom. And long have eggs and the empty shells of the eggs from which the living creatures had freed themselves been symbolic of the empty tomb and Jesus' resurrection. But Peter and John and Mary knew none of that. Standing there outside that tomb, John believed. Peter went away perplexed. And Mary stood outside weeping. That I understand. But the picture of angels seems rather remarkable to me. Yet every gospel tells the story either of an angel or angels or a man or men clothed in brilliant shining white who tell the story of Jesus' resurrection. But the angels don't seem to bother Mary much. When they ask why is she weeping, she tells them the same thing that she told to Peter and to John. And when she stands and turns and see Jesus there, she doesn't recognize him. That's also understandable. When we encounter the absolutely inexplicable, it's very difficult to understand. That's understandable. But it is the depth and the immediacy of Jesus' three questions and statements that really bring this picture to light. Repeating as the angels did, Jesus asked, Woman, why are you weeping? And he followed that. Whom are you looking for? Why? Mary's immediate response is that she's grief-stricken because she imagines someone has stolen her Lord's body and she was there to perform the last honors and to anoint that body with the costly spices. But why is she looking for a dead body? She did not yet understand Scripture. She did not yet understand as John so clearly writes in the third, eighth, and twelfth chapter, that when Jesus said he must be lifted up, 
in John 3. He must be lifted up as was a serpent in the wilderness. And by looking at the serpent, all would be healed. He must be lifted up as an eight. That would identify him as the one from God. He must be lifted up and so draw all men to himself and to signify by what manner of death he would die. Mary, did you hear? Granted, everything else that was happening around her, it would have been very hard to hear or to see. But what about us? Because Jesus has finished his mission through that death, as Pastor Patrick told us, we are now open to the unlimited grace and glory of God. But these days, even God's grace can be hard to hear or to see. When Jesus asked, whom are you looking for? The answer is obvious, but actually it's not. Mary is looking for the body of a very remarkable man, one that she'd followed through so many things, one who had granted and blessed her with the forgiveness that freed her. Mary is looking for the body of a man. Mary cannot see that beyond the physical reality, a hope is growing that will open the entire world. And in this day, how about us? Can we see beyond what we are experiencing this day into the hope and the glory of God that is greater than anything we know in this world? Governor Walls recently compared COVID-19 and the disruptions to a bitterly cold Minnesota storm, one we cannot stop, but one that we can get through, even as it gets worse for the next week or two. Even as Mary tried to hold on to her old understanding, Jesus was walking her towards a new understanding towards a hope grown infinitely more greater than anything we could imagine. Towards a hope that has shown up in our advertisements in these days, have you noticed? The aim isn't biblical, but it is one of comfort, and it is one of selling products so they will survive this particular disruption. Hey, you're part of the family. This too will pass. We're neighbors helping neighbors. We've got your back. I don't know about that, but I do know who's got our future. While struggling to take it all in, Mary must have been reaching out towards or actually holding Jesus because he stopped her and he said, do not keep holding on to me for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go, tell my brothers that I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and to your God. Don't try so hard to hold on to the past, Mary, but go and tell our families that there is a hope beyond any catastrophe we have yet known. While we celebrate this Easter Sunday morning, 
and we look forward to the celebration we're going to have yet again. People of God, people of Luther Memorial, God is with us. God is with us. Yes, a storm is coming, but we are preparing. The storm will pass, and we will gather again, and we will hold a grand celebration. For Jesus Christ, who took on death, who walked through hell, who took on all the sins of the world, walked through and opened up the possibilities beyond human imagining for all people. Call on his name. Go tell my brothers. Tell our families. Jesus Christ is here. For God has passed through life and death for us. The God of the universe, God's mercy and grace extends over all of us, over evil actions and confused deliberation. Jesus Christ is risen over virus and plagues and unexpected confusions. Jesus Christ is risen over doubt, denial, and dread. Jesus Christ is risen over anything that worries or concerns us. Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen this day beyond all days. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen.
Let us now confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again. In accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church, for the world, and for all those who are in need. God of resurrection, all your creation praises you. The earth hums, the seas pulse, the stars shine, and the galaxies whirl in glorious harmonies to honor you. Let us gather together from all corners of this earth, from our homes and where we worship on this day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Good and gracious God, all people of this world are experiencing disruption of COVID-19. Those who are sick with the illness, 
those who are out of work, our seniors this year, those in the medical field. Often we set our minds on fear rather than you and your steadfast love. Build up all people on your cornerstone of peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We still weep with those who weep and mourn with those who mourn. Cradle the fearful, the suffering, and the dying, assuring them of your loving presence. On this day, we pray especially for Jeff, Judy, Bridget, Samantha, Emily, Eric, Evelyn, Edison, Estelle, Mark, Ruth, Bernice, Janie and Jeanette, Gloria, Luther, Joan, Gary, Doris, Valerie, Claudia and Stephen, Marlene, Millie, Carol, Tom and Joanne, Marcy, Richard, Margot, Doris, Bev, and all those who are on our hearts and our minds at this time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Risen Lord, you went ahead of us into the grave and defeated the powers of evil. We remember those who have died. Inspire us to live our lives in this resurrection hope and draw us to our final days. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. With bold confidence in your love, Almighty God, we place all for whom we pray into your eternal care through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you all. And also with you. At this time, we thank you for your continued support of our ministry through prayers, your tithes, and your offerings. Christ has arisen, alleluia. Rejoice and praise him, alleluia. For our Redeemer burst from the tomb, even from death dispelling its gloom. Let us sing praise to him with endless joy. Death's fearful sting he has come to destroy. Our sin forgiving, alleluia. Jesus is living, alleluia. For three long days the grave did its worst. Till its strength by God was dispersed He who gives life did death undergo And in its conquest his might did show Let us sing praise to him with endless joy Death's fearful sting he has come to destroy Our sin forgiving Hallelujah, Jesus is living, hallelujah. 
has come to destroy our sins forgiving alleluia jesus is living alleluia let us sing praise to him with endless joy death's fearful sting he has come to destroy our sin forgiving alleluia jesus is Let us pray. Blessed are you, O God, ruler of heaven and earth. Day by day you shower us with blessings. As you raise us to new life in Christ, give us glad and generous hearts, ready to praise you and to respond to those in need. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. And although we are not taking communion at this time in our homes and here at Luther Memorial Church, we do hear Christ's words of hope and of life for us. And we lean into that promise of God's power through God's word. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us pray together the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in eternal life. Amen. Let us pray. God of abundance, with your life and your salvation, you have united us with Christ, making us one with all your people. Now send us forth in the power of your spirit that we may proclaim your redeeming love to the world and continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray together. We give you thanks, O God, that you make your home with us, bringing heaven to earth in this holy meal. Fill us with your Holy Spirit as we go from here, that we may wipe away tears, tend to those in mourning and pain, seek the healing of the nations, and share with the earth the good news of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Receive the blessing of our Lord. The blessing of the Lord God Almighty 
the blessing of Christ, the Lamb who was slain, and the blessing of the Holy Spirit of truth be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Share the good news that Christ has risen. Thanks be to God. Alleluia.
Thank you for listening. If you would like to make an offering, you can visit our website, luther-memorial.com slash online giving. God's peace be with you all.